the DeLorean from Back to the Future, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, the Batmobile, the Ectomobile. You've heard of them. We're talking about them on this episode. Settle down and saddle up. We're talking cars on Chrome Dome Radio. Chrome Dome Radio, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man-child. A young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the internet, the reckless, and podcasting. In a world of creators who operate with much better technology. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in. You got Chris here. I'm Zach. And tonight our guest is Jeff. For the billionth time. Everybody likes Jeff. Hi-ho! So... Uh, let's do this. Let's talk about some cars. You and I went to Caffeine and Octane, Jeff. Yes, we did. It was fantastic. It was a really good time. So Caffeine and Octane is one of the biggest car shows on the East Coast. I mean, that's fair, right? I think so. I mean, they have it all over different locations, too, and whatnot. I mean, I think something they call them different different names for it, too. Like, if you go to Maryland, they have another name for it and whatnot, too. Or Is it well, a different name? I think it is. But they, but they, but they also have Caffeine and Octane in the Southeast, as well. But they have different, you know, the same concept across the, the Northeast. They have, like, Earl but, but, Grey but, um, and Octane. <laughs> but yeah, Caffeine and Octane has been around for a while, though, too. And it's, what, like every other uh, Sunday, like once a month or so? Or? It's the first Sunday of every month here in Atlanta. Yes. Even in the winter? Uh, you know what? They used actually, to stop in the winter, and they might actually go year-round now. I think they do. I mean, and they have all kinds of cars from everything. They have, like, you know, you know, like a high-end, you know, like Rolls-Royce and stuff like that there, all the way down to, like, you know, your $1,500 Honda Civic there. And they have a little bit of everything for everybody. So, I mean, and, like, I'm one of those guys that, like, geeked out over, like, third-generation Camaros, like, mm-hmm. nobody's business. I mean... Like, like I saw one right now that's just this, you know, dog shit car, and I'm like, dude, that car is awesome right now. The only thing that's missing right now was like a Death Leopard Pyromania like cassette tape on the dash, and I was like, listen, man, I'm all in for your car. I have a little bit of money I can give you, and uh, maybe I can take it off your hands. But it's amazing how crappy cars like that are so sentimental to some people. That was my first car was an '86 Camaro. Yeah, yeah, my very it's, first it, car. It means, and it's in the end, it's just a Camaro. Yeah, it's not even that hard to get one. No, I mean... You, you, Especially a third gen. No, they're everywhere. Like, if you want to get a third gen Camaro, all you have to do is, like, you know, save up your allowance money and go buy one on Facebook Messenger. I mean, they're still pretty inexpensive for... If, you want, if you're one of those guys who's pretty mechanical, they're a great project car, too. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that they're built like Legos. Right. You could easily... You could pop a bigger motor. It'll fit a big block under the hood. That's what's cool about those cars, too. Like, they came stock with crappy motors, except if you were able to get the 350. Yeah. But it wasn't as popular. But you you could easily you could bore over the three fifty to make a three eighty three, or you could easily fit a big block under the hood. You want to hear an interesting story though? Is this like because you know the IROC Z had a you know a couple different motors you could use, but one of them they had was the you know the the big one was the the five point seven liter V eight. You know those were all automatics, right? They they didn't make a manual transmission for them. You said that, and I actually didn't even know that. You want to know why though? Why? Because the transmission was a T five transmission, the manual. It couldn't handle the it couldn't handle the um the actual power coming of that motor. The 700R4 was in the automatics, right. and that was an awesome transmission. Right, and it could handle that motor, but the T5 was a piece of shit manual. Because you know they went to the T56s later on yes. in the 90s, and you know like Corvette during that time had what's called the uh, the Doug Nash transmission, which was the, uh, a four-speed manual, but then had an overdrive on there, too. These are for the C4 models. Okay, is that also true for the Formula 350s, the Firebirds? Yeah, they use a T5. So they no I no, yeah no, no, but no. even for the three they never paired up a three on any third gen F body they never paired up the three fifty with the manual transmission I don't think they did I'm thinking about it now I really don't think they did in my opinion I think they're all automatics like I mean I had a, my first my, my second car was an eighty nine Firebird granted it was a V six but like 
I remember back then, though, you, you're really hard-pressed to find a manual transmission version of them, though. I think those were almost all exclusive to the um, the 305 um, uh, V8s that were manual. I don't think the 350s even had a, a manual option. It's I know a, for IROCs, they definitely didn't have it. No, I think that's true. I don't think any IROCs were. I'm wondering no. if the Z28s were. And I'm, more, I'm wondering Some if that also applies to Pontiac. I don't see why it wouldn't. It's the same car. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I mean, they're both GM cars, so I don't see why not. I mean, they're from the same factory. So we we happened to go on a day where the weather wasn't great, but it still had a solid turnout. But I noticed something that was kind of strange. A lot of the custom cars weren't there. No, no, they're, they're you know what I mean. Like sometimes people build like rat rods. Those are some of the coolest cars to, cars to I see. Love those. It's like they built a car out of a bathtub. There's like a bathtub rolling around with you. <laughs> <laughs> no cars I love too are like the old uh, Depression era Fords and, and stuff like that though, where they have like those big like um, remove the hoods and have the giant like uh, with know, the exposed motor, right? I yeah, love like a those. Dick like, Tracy car. <laughs> yeah, those are those are super awesome. Uh, but Ford hybrids or the Ford um, called the high bodies or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So you and I, when we first got there, we walked right into the supercar section. So they 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 don't purposely do this but they try to have similar cars in the same section right mm-hmm. is that fair yeah so we happened to park probably closest to the supercars so we re- we immediately walked into ferraris and lamborghinis but you and i were really like looking for the muscle cars yeah i mean i'm a, I'm a big gm head i always have been there's always been like a, in my entire life i either own a gm or a toyota based product that's like, funny that it's GM or Toyota. Yeah, I mean, I've actually, you know, sorry, I've always been a big uh, Toyota fan, like the Toyota Spider, and I've always liked the yeah. uh, the um, the Super Two back in the day. Speaking uh, of GM, you just picked up a Corvette. Yeah, I got a uh, a 2002 Chevy Corvette Electron Blue, and it's a um, a six speed manual with a couple aftermarket upgrades, um, Brultec um, cold air intake, and a um, um, a, a course of dual exhaust in the vehicle. Don't forget about the roof. No, that's a uh, target top roof. You can take that guy off and uh, turn into a convertible. So it's, uh, it's and a lot the, of fun. And the flag. And the yeah. the best thing about this vehicle is it caused no drama within your family. No, none at all. My mother doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the story of acquiring this vehicle. Okay, listen, like just to let you guys know right now, I've been happily married for you know for quite some time right now. I mean, I'm happily married. My wife, I don't know. <laughs> But like we we have a we have terrible communication, like I mean I, I mean I have things I want to do and I'm just like yeah I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. So for like a past year I've been really wanting a Corvette like that's like my dream car. I mean I've always been the big like I've never been like a huge Ferrari or Lamborghini fan just because I was like I think those cars are just kind of I don't know just they don't really like they don't do it for me. You know what I think it is too they're unattainable. Maybe that. Yeah. <laughs> it That's like a different level. Like a Corvette was a realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. It, Do you think was. you said that for yourself? You're like, one day I can realistically have a Corvette. Yeah, that's probably so. I mean, because like my uncle's got a Corvette. He's got a, he's got a, uh, a C6 Grand Sport, you and know. He, and he's, a, he's not that great. Sorry? <laughs> I mean, he's all right. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, that was always like my dream car even as a kid. Though. I always like really liked the C4 Corvette, so I drove one. And the thing drives like, you know, drives like a fucking land yacht. Like, you can't make three-point turns on there. You really can't make a U-turn of the car. That was that was the funniest thing about the old cars. And we were, I think we mentioned this, maybe we didn't mention it on the last episode, but we were, I was... Well, the last episode, I wasn't invited. That's so. right. I did it by myself. The one before that. Not, not the faux episode. Your, your slow strategy to push me out of this podcast. <laughs> take care of... Take a... 
over Chrome Dome for yourself. But I was yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was laughing because I was thinking about it. I'm like, muscle cars are the stupidest cars on the road. Yeah, they're dumb. They're so dumb because they have they were designed. They were designed to tear asphalt and rubber apart. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's they, just a caveman they, car. And they fishtail. That is what it is. It's, it's a caveman car. Just, they fishtail, they burn rubber. They don't even stop well. Because a bunch of American morons are just like, I go fast! <laughs> I go fast, go loud, you And <laughs> <is> so loud. <laughs> and I get it. I mean. All right, so. Fun. No, yeah, go ahead. No, that sounds fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a, I just want to ask something about the muscle car, which I really enjoy, though. Personally, I've always been attracted like a lot of the... Um, the old school '60s muscle cars, and whatnot, because the reason why is because, like, naturally, I'm a tinkerer. I like to, you know, I like to do a lot of DIY, and those are really like DIY cars, in my opinion. Because think about, like, say, like, you know, the, uh, like the the old school, like, you know, the Depression era Fords and Chevy cars. Those became really popular, like, in the, in the you know, shortly after World War II, because they became affordable for people to buy. You know, mm-hmm. after the turn of the, you know, turn of World War II, because people and had a couple of bucks. could uh, work on them. Right, and they're easy to work on. They were cheap too, mm-hmm. so you could have some kid who's like, you know, 19 years old and put his own motor in there and he's got a cool rat rod to pick up chicks at the uh, little drive-thrus and stuff. So At the Caffeine and Octane. Yeah, ca- yeah exactly. Yeah, Caffeine and Octane. So yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a long history. Neat. So I gave you a homework assignment. Yes. I wanted you to think of, let's say, your top three or four muscle cars of all time. My number one muscle car was a Pontiac GTO. Yeah. I was debating if we should start at number three or not, but oh, number- what year GTO? The 66. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking 65. Mm-hmm. Why did you pick the 66? The 66, I think, is when they introduced the 454 block, I believe. Is that true? I think it. I don't know for sure, but I think that's when. The, that's where I remember when they introduced the um, the big block 454s for that car. I mean, if any, I mean, listen, maybe listening right now, can they, they can debunk me on this? You know, feel free. But I think it might have been 66. I can't confirm that, but I've always liked that C, that 66 version. Yeah. Number two, I've always liked the um, the uh, the Plymouth Roadrunner. That's an underrated car. Not a lot of people talk about that one. No, the the, the rumor. I mean, I think doesn't get shit on, but it just it always flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, because really, people like go kind of crazy that car. Put the little like you know Wiley Coyote Roadrunner on there though. Yeah. It's usually like some sort of like you know southwestern coloring scheme to it. So it's a cool car. And um, number three, I would probably say, I would probably say a '69 Camaro. It's hard to deny that one. Yeah, because that's like like the elephant in the room every time you have a muscle car conversation. By the way, if you're a purist, you wouldn't even consider a Camaro a muscle car. It's a pony car. And that's true. Which I don't buy into. I don't buy into it either because they put in that same. Because the reason why they had it, that was was GM's answer to to the Mustang. Because the Mustang came out at what, 64 and a half or something like that? So, because, you know, that was a really popular car. People are buying Mustangs like they're going out of style. So they did that and they had to come and answer for that. So they had the the Firebird and the. uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with two of yours, but I think I, I gotta get the Chevelle on the list, and I would That's say a good one. I would probably say like a seventy or seventy-one Chevelle. That's a good one right there. That also had a big block too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, and a- the Chevelle was a muscle car. It's a full-blown, full-size muscle muscle car. Just big, stupid, heavy, tear asphalt, fishtail. And I challenge anybody who wants to drive one of those cars. Though, if you drive like an all original with like no power steering or anti lock brakes, yeah. And and like if you drive one with like a four speed manual transmission that has like you know not an updated gearbox, I mean trying to shift gears is like 
Dude, I mean, you gotta be really throw your shoulder into like shifting those gears and pushing that muscle in that clutch down. Dude, those things perhaps are... why they called it a muscle car. Yeah, yeah. only bodybuilders so. could use them. Yeah, yeah. Those, those things on the highway with those transmissions, man, you'll be going 55 and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so loud. All right, and the other thing I wanted to talk about while we're talking about cars, our favorite, or let's 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 say it this way: What would you say are the top three or four again most iconic? Hollywood cars of all time. Let's start. Let's go backwards for this one. Backwards. Yeah. Okay. So you want to do three or four? Let's do top three, top and, then, three? and then we'll do okay. honorable mentions afterwards. I want to go first because I just yeah. want to take okay. all of yours. Yeah, go. Yeah. So let's all do number three. Number three. I'm gonna. I mean, for, for I'm gonna I'm gonna take all of yours right now. I'm just gonna. Tell I know. You. I know you're gonna because you already know. You probably so, could name. My, okay. You know number what you three. Could do? Number three. Uh, this, but they're in my order. Okay. But what you could do is have your own and then predict what mine would be. Okay. So, but either way, I like. I mean, my top. Uh, uh, my top one's the same as yours, I think, probably. But no, my number three is the DeLorean. Okay. From Back to the Future. Okay. My number two. is... Well, hang on. Should we all do three? You want to go three? And yeah, then okay. go. What's your three? So are we going from like most iconic or my favorites? Let's say okay, fair enough. Should we do your favorites? My but favorites? they have to be iconic. They should be iconic, though. Okay, my number three though is from um, Steve McQueen's um, Bullet Mustang. Fair enough. Yeah, nice, good call. Yeah. That's a like I mean because to my my opinion, you see like the Eleanor Body Mustangs and they're cool looking cars, but I thought those were really overdone, especially back when I was in high school because that's when. Um, uh, what was it? Gone sixty seconds came out, mm-hmm. so everybody's like just nutting over like <laughs> like like oh my god you get like your fucking Eleanor Mustang you're so fucking badass and I'm like I mean it's a cool car but like I just I like the um, the bullet Mustangs looked at them it's more of a simpler sleeker look that mm-hmm. fastback and I just really like that one better. Um, you're but, talking about the '69 fastback, yes, the GT500, yes, yeah, that's what it was in both in both Gone and sixty second movies, yes, yeah, yeah. Eleanor. Yeah, 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 Eleanor. That's why I'm yeah, Eleanor body style. They call it Eleanor. Yeah, my number three is Kit. I'm going Kit oh, from Night Rider. From Knight Rider, because uh, David Hasselhoff is a man crush of mine. See, that was my gonna. That was gonna. <laughs> you be knew number I was two. going there. Yeah, you're gonna go number two. I was, for that one? I was doing all three of yours, but I was gonna. That Dude, was my Kit, number two. See, it's hard to explain how cool Kit was then because Kit was so advanced for the time you know a car that could drive itself it spoke to you Mm -hmm. cars literally do that now there's nothing special about kit now yeah but this was well it still had a lot of personality for a car no it did that's fair (laughs) i mean it was like basically talking to a human ai we're not that far from there no not really but at the same time you're never gonna get kit specifically right exactly and the other difference is kit was like bulletproof or bomb proof like, yeah it was and again indestructible jump mode yeah 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 it had jump <laughs> mode by the way do you ever uh notice how the car would switch from being a convertible to a t-tops to a hard top throughout the show yeah i didn't mm-hmm. see that like not even different episodes like different scenes in the same episode would have three different versions of the car so you, well <laughs> because it could morph yeah i guess that so was one of its powers well, they never showed it morphing it was yeah. just <laughs> so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I remember this back in the day when your brother had, was it like a 2010 Camaro? Is that right? Nick had a 2011 Camaro. 2011. He did something like that with the uh, Arduino. He did. We could talk to his car from his phone and could do things to it. It was very cool. He, so he that was wrote rad. that He wrote that himself. He wrote a program to where he could speak to his phone and say, hey, like, turn on your lights. 
and the and the headlights would turn on. But Did his, he have an L, an LED to mimic the Night Rider thing? He too? had a Night Rider LED that under cool. the grill. That was pretty. That and was it was a, a it was too. a jet black uh, Camaro. But his favorite thing is when he told it to get angry. <laughs> He'd be like, "Get angry!" and it would like all the lights would flash and like. <laughs> <laughs> It was cool. He could have sold that. That was a lot that of fun. Was neat. Oh, he still has it. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, he could have sold not the car. He could have the sold program. The, the the program. Oh, I see. But you know, yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, number two, Zach. So you took my number two, which is uh, your kid. number three. Um, so I'll replace it with one that I actually do like that I don't think anybody will mention uh, is the General Lee. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the General Lee because I thought I was going to have to mention that as an honorable mention. Yeah. Because there's very obvious ones, but you have to have generally in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious to see what the honorable meant, what we're not going to discuss yeah, yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Generally, is so iconic that there are museums dedicated to that car. <laughs> so I, there's, I don't think there's even anything all that special about the car. I, now, obviously, I am not a car guy. It's just a charger, right? Yeah, it's just a charger. Was, and they no. destroyed like something like a million of them during the run <laughs> of that show. And, uh, but. I don't know, just seeing that thing jump over so many rivers. It <laughs> <laughs> escaped the cops so many times. Was General Lee um, a Charger? I think it was. Yeah, I was pretty sure it's a Dodge Charger. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 69 yeah. yeah, yeah, Charger. 69 Charger. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing super special about it. It's just a cool-looking car, car uh, for the fortune time. too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's a six-figure car if you want to buy that. Wow, really? Yeah, it's like 100000 bucks. you want to buy a pristine version of that car i didn't know that there are a lot of money dude like my uncle's bought a uh like an all original 69 camaro and paid like seventy five thousand bucks for it yeesh and yeah, i guess just because it's hard to find them now without the it's they're in demand the, the souped upness they're i mean they're in demand and they, they ship a lot of them overseas too yeah. so what's your number two jeff my number two is the uh Volkswagen Beetle from Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that one too. Yeah, I'm surprised. Herbie, everybody knows Herbie. Yeah, dude, that's a sick car, dude. I love Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> it's a cute car, though, man. Like, I mean, one thing about that car too, and just so you guys know, I'm six foot three. You, can, I can actually sit in that car, believe it or not, and drive it. Like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of headroom in that car. Well, it's, it's amazing. It's an it's art. The shape it's like of the it. magical. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun car, dude. I mean, especially was it like a? It was a four cylinder, wasn't it? I can't remember, dude. I don't even think it was that big. Was it? I don't. Th- I think it was like one, like a moped motor, and it was in the rear. You know, uh, I will venture to say that no other car is responsible for as much violence. <laughs> <laughs> the punch buggy. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair argument. Uh, my number- change my mind. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Herbie's the most violent car ever. Change my mind. All right, my number, number two, two, the Ectomobile. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yep. Fantastic. I didn't expect that one to be in your top three, but all right. By the way, uh, Dan Aykroyd was so passionate about that project because he's a psychopath and he believes in ghosts and stuff. <laughs> but he, every little trinket and thing on that car had intention. They didn't just put things to look cool. Like, if you watch him describe the parts on the car, mm-hmm. he's like, this is what this does. This is what this does. This is what... It's like, dude... He put a lot of thought into not only the car, but everything that they were using in that movie. The proton packs, the trap things. It's actually kind of amazing. Hmm. Well, he's, uh, like you said, a psychopath. He is. Yeah. 100%. All right, so are you up to your number one now? This is my number one. Should we, should we do a drum roll? 
the Batmobile '89. Come on. Oh, yeah. sick. Tim Burton's Batmobile. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, it's the best looking Batmobile. It is yeah. one of the sexiest cars ever, and it had armor plating. Uh, yes, it did. That hang on. Let's. I, although the armor plating might not have come out until Batman Returns. Not sure. Uh, Jeff, number two. Number one. I mean, number one. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be said or not later on, but my number one was the uh, Smokey the Bandy tra- uh, Smoking the Bandit Trans Am with Burt Reynolds. We're, yeah, we're doing one. We're doing a good job, dude. Like that's a phenomenal car, man. Like, like to me, like that second generation Trans Am was just such an iconic look, though, because people have to understand it was back in the seventies with that major gas crisis. So all those cars, American cars, went straight to hell. Like they really just were really underpowered and. You know, the actual engineering wasn't that great, and they really suffered for a long time because of it. But that's a beautiful-looking car. I love that that 77 Trans Am. It really is. And then I think they destroyed something like 20 cars in that movie, too. Oh, you they destroyed like so many cars. And- you could see it. Every time they do a jump, because it lands on the nose, it completely totals the car every time it lands. It bends up, and then it, seconds later, it's perfectly <laughs> in, in mint condition again. Oh, yeah. All right, my number one. You guys know it. That's the DeLorean. Yes. <laughs> the, really, the DeLorean, is it, it beats out the Batmobile. Yeah, I didn't even put Batmobile on my list. That's, that's crazy, I would have thought. It was going to be my honorable mention. Yeah. But, uh, so we need, we do need honorable mentions now. I got we, one. We forgot a lot. Go ahead, go. My honorable mention is the, the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I was thinking that one too. Nice one. Absolutely. You know, fun fact about that car, everybody, that's not a real Ferrari. That was a kit car. Huh. It was a replica. Neat. What was it, like a Fiero? No, no, it's a, it's a replica. I don't think it was, I don't know it was a Fiero, but it was a, just a replica Ferrari. It wasn't real. That's cool. Yeah, it wasn't a real Ferrari. I didn't know that. No. Should they reckon that, they're going to reckon that Ferrari, though, when they go through the oh, glass? Oh, good point. Why would they do that? Hell no, man. It's probably the... So wait, did they, was it just fake for that one scene, or was it fake the whole movie? I think it was fake the whole movie. It wasn't a real Ferrari. Son of a gun. Yeah, because um, it was like a 62 Ferrari, um, was it 355 or something like that? I remember. I don't know if it could be wrong. I'm not a huge, like... No, it was a spider. A spider? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not a huge, like, Ferrari expert by any means, but, like, I know it was like a 62 Ferrari, if I'm not mistaken. It, it was, was sick. Yeah, dude, it was, it was a beautiful car. I... Like I like a lot of those, um, like you know, fifties and sixties Ferraris and Mercedes. You know, they're really nice looking vehicles. But like, that car was iconic because like a lot of the premise of that movie was surrounded around, you know, surrounded where like Cameron's like not trying to leave. He's like, you know, oh my dad loves his car more than me. Loves it more like the shelf. Ferris doesn't drive the car. He wipes it with a diaper. And all of a sudden, Ferris is like, no, this car's meant to be driven. And you know, and he picks up his you know his girlfriend from the car and like you know just. And they do joyride the car for like half the movie. It's it's cool. It's real cool. And then they destroy it at the end. Yes, they do. It's... And for some weird reason, they try to like you know roll the miles back by putting the car in reverse because like yeah that works. Like <laughs> <laughs> <It's> dumb fuck. <laughs> well, they were high school kids. Yep. It, but didn't it work in the movie? No, 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 no it didn't right. work. And then they freaked out. And then they threw oh, it out the window. Oh, that's what I. Okay. Yeah. No, no. It, it, well, they didn't throw it out the window. Is because um he kept kicking the car. Yeah. Oh he yeah. The car rolled off. He's like. <laughs> Like, let's not put it on the e-brake on the third floor or whatever the hell they were in. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, honorable mention, you got one? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, the monster truck from Tango and Cash, which was uh, souped Ooh. up. That's a, that's a real good one. Yeah. So it was pretty neat. They, uh, they had, like, guns and stuff on it, and they just have a giant battle scene at the end of the movie. And, you know, so Sly Stallone and Kurt Russell just throwing out stupid 80s one-liners the whole time. Look at that. It's sick. <laughs> what's not the love <laughs> and what's not the love about a guy who talks to the left side of his mouth yeah. 
Oh, uh, you know, communication is stupid British. Well, it didn't work out so well. I got a good honorable mention. I'm a stockbroker, but I, I'm a cop for fun. <laughs> the, uh, that movie's so dumb. It's not dumb. It is. It's, it's dumb. fun. Did you ever see it? Either? Yeah, I finally did see did it. Did you? Yeah. Good. It I had to. You made me. I Terry liked it. Hatcher. Oh. Yeah, you're right. You, you told me too. Twenty year old Terry yeah. Hatcher. Yeah. Oh. Brains master the love story. Terry Hatcher. You yeah. shitting me? Smoke show. Ridiculous. All right, my honorable mention: the Aston Martin from the James Bond movies. Oh wow, classy choice. Yeah, those are amazing looking cars. In fact, in my opinion, they're probably one of the best interiors ever in a vehicle. I don't even know what it looks like on the inside. Have you seen the interior of like an Aston Martin? Oh, in general, yeah, yeah I've seen well more modern ones, not the old, old the old classic. Oh, ones. classic ones. The old modern. I mean, the new ones look like they're inside of a cockpit of an airplane, like a nice one. Do you have a specific movie in mind? Um, I don't know. wasn't Wasn't that Aston Martin in all of them? The, no like, idea. I, I'm actually not sure either. Not a big James Bond. The uh, I'm always the spy who loved me was that. I think so. I had a, a one. I in think there. it was in it. I thought they always had different cars on the. Dude, I love James that Bond interior. Movies. It looks incredible. Very nice. Oh, this this is the modern. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is nice. You know what? I'll uh, one more honorable mention. It's toy. Those uh, the minis from uh, Italian, Italian job. job. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. Very cool. Yeah. That was a, a main point. That was a main plot point for the movie too. They mm-hmm. actually served a purpose. Yeah, because they had to be light and fast and hold a lot of weight. And they so had to fit through the hallways. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought of another one: the Starsky and Hutch car. Oh, oh. of course. Yeah. What, what did they call that thing? Like the striped tomato or something? Um, I didn't ever watch a show. I just watched the Ben Stiller and uh, Luke Wilson movie. Oh, do the movie. It. Yeah. Just do it. Just do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And I have another honorable mention, though, is uh, it's probably not going to get a lot of love, though, because there's a lot of the cars in the movie. But if you watch the original Fast and the Furious. Oh, no, that's fair. Because, like, um, to Are you me, talking about the Skyline or the. Uh, no, it the was. The Charger? It was the Charger, the very end of the movie, where he has, yeah. like, that, like, 900 horsepower Charger with that giant, like, V8 or, you know, V8 block. Um, it had a blower yeah, thing coming yeah. out. He, he, you know, he lived I, his life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Uh, I need, hey, look, I need a 10 second car. Oh, no. <laughs> so now he's like this bitch for the whole movie. <laughs> like, Paul Walker is like, because, you know, Paul Walker's a terrible actor. Like, he's a, you know, he's a great looking guy, he's a great uh, leading man, but, like, you watch his movies, he plays the same, like, sort same of like, li- same role in every movie where he's like, yeah, dude, I surf all day and live in, like, a small trailer. So he's like, well, what about Varsity Blues? S- same character. But he didn't surf. No. Well, he he's played football Texas, all day and but... lived in a small, well, he lived in a nice house. He sure did with a billboard with his face on. It yeah, you know, <laughs> and his like, and his like, his um, his um, what do you call it? his um, gold digger girlfriend was like oh, trying to like get with um James Vanderbeek because he's not starting quarterback. He's like, what was that girl's name? Uh, you knew it, uh, Ma- Chris. What was the uh, the girl's name? Oh, Allie Larder. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Allie Larder. A very generic looking face. I mean, what's still Spanish? But fuck it. But you like striking. Like it's weird looking. Like it, it, uh, I don't know. Like I think she was pretty. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's like smash. I mean, let's <laughs> I mean, like, like get it twisted. Listen, Jeff, I, I've never called that into question. No, <laughs> about almost any woman we're talking. about. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I'm sure we're on the same page here. But like, uh, I mean, it's still that whipped cream bikini, uh, bikini scene. Is still yeah. like, yeah, you still think of that. <laughs> yeah, forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Mm. Never seen it. Don't care. Oh, you never saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? It's four hours of nothing happening. Really? There's a, it's so it's such a long movie. There's an intermission. You know, like old school movies that intermissions in the middle. Yeah. 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 Flintstones car. 
Flintstone. Well, if we're going to get into cartoons, there's a whole bunch more. By the way, we already mentioned the Batmobile, but we didn't mention this '60s TV show Batmobile. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. that. What kind of car was that actually? Oh my god! I think I it was a Challenger. Oh, let's I don't see. know. No, '60s Batmobile. That one was so cool. It was pretty neat. That that was like uh. They had a lot of like weird like corners at that era. Check that out. It was a concept car for a Lincoln Futura. Futura. Huh. huh. Futura. Futura. They were like, this is what cars will look like in the future. That's that's such a cool looking car though. That is neat. Techn- technical it had movie. the fire shooting out the back, right? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, sick. Well, okay. More modern than the tumblers become pretty iconic from the new Batman it's, movies. That's, is that really a vehicle, though? It's like a tank. It's a tank. <laughs> should right. we, I mean, should we just... All right, or like the F-18 from, uh, <laughs> from Top Gun. Super iconic vehicle. Oh, man. The car from Christine. Oh, oh of course. I forgot oh, about the, the, yeah. it, was a, it was a Plymouth Fury. Ugh. Dude, that was a... Like, you just... That car just looks scary now. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it. Yeah, it's going to run you over. I'm terrified. Mind of its own. And it's going to murder you. Unless that's, you're in love with it. Yeah, I'm going to share it for the screen here so everybody can see it. That was Christine. That was a horror movie. What was that, the 80s? Yeah. How would yeah, that so. How would that relationship have worked, though? What? The driver in the car. The driver? Oh, what do you mean? How uh, would it work? I mean, what, is he going to put it in the tailpipe? Or? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, there was no future there. The girl needed the, the move on. That's all I'm saying. She was clingy. But Christine was just like an evil Herbie. Right? Who, who wins in a fight, Christine or Herbie? Mm. No, I think Christine all day long. Yeah, That's probably. Because bigger body. And Herbie had gotten destroyed several times. Can Herbie fly? I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Herbie can't fly. He could just hit you with when he opens his doors. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. And you go, oh, and they're like, no. It opens its doors on its own. What's another? <laughs> What's another? So I can... stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Another uh, another iconic car. Yeah, uh, I think we I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, it seems a lot of them. we got them all. We did we it's did a, mention every, every car. We did mention uh, Alan R from Gone in sixty seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a real crappy car from a movie. Uh oh oh the 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 dude from uh, Garth's car from Wayne's World. Yeah, the Mirthmobile. The Mirthmobile. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Mirthmobile. <laughs> That single-handedly uh, revitalized Queens, uh, like uh, oh, that's a great, that's a great low-key. Uh, they go to the fast food, not a fast food restaurant, but when they're just driving around doing um, Jesus Christ, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it revived Bohemian Rhapsody, and it got revived again this past year. Mm-hmm. That song's got a weird history. Yes, it does. Oh, uh, oh, I thought of one, and then I immediately forgot it when you said crappy cars. The station wagon from Vegas Vacation, Ve- or, no, the Vegas, vacation the, movies, yeah, all the vacation yep. movies. That, that thing, good. yeah. They killed the dog. That was so funny. He <laughs> <laughs> must have been dragging it for a while. Oh my god! I've never seen that in the same movie. They had Christy Brinkley driving that Ferrari next door. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. That's an iconic scene. Yeah, super smoke show driving that car. Mm. Oh, what about um, um, Days and Confused? Like they had the um, all. The, there was a lot of hot rods in that, nice in that though. In that movie. Yeah, because I think I liked. Uh, I think. Um, Ben Affleck was driving a, uh, was it, I think a GTO too, wasn't he? It might have been. GTO judge, come to think of it. Yeah. There was also um, the Mad Max car. Oh, man, that's sick. 
Yeah. Speaking of the new Mad Max movie, that crazy ass like double layered Cadillac monster truck thing. Mm-hmm. I know that's a really new movie, but I feel like people will think of that car for for a while now. I just think of the guy playing the guitar with the pyro. That's what I remember too. Was sick. Oh, it's right here. Yeah, I hit the cool. top forty movie cars of all time, and it's this pulls crazy up. looking Cadillac. It looks like it actually. It's it looks like the Ectomobile. It's the same year car but instead of being the ambulance model it's the the coupe model Mm. hey guys let us know in the comments what your favorite movie car of all time is that's all the time we have today so uh check us out on itunes spotify stitcher and google play uh find the video on youtube and xotv.me please like and subscribe and we will see you next time